to INS, the International News Service, your source for the most important weird news from across the globe, with news analyst Kevin Harrison, actor, comedian, and musician Mike Wiebe, and professional commentator Brian Camp. INS, the news you need. Yeah, Mike, you're a little hot. I know. Coming in hot. That's right. We have evidence of that. People <laughs> word on the streets. We're on the streets. Yeah, I'm a hot streets. piece of dick. Ugh. I don't know that the phrase hot piece of dick has ever been. That's a, quite come a... To, come to the Twin Cities, baby. That's right. Well, yeah, no, I am in St. Paul, the St. Paul Hotel right now. Mm-hmm. I, Ian and I performed a really cool show with uh, Lou Barlow was on the show and Mikey Erg. Do you guys know the Ergs? Do you know yeah. the Ergs? Yeah, they were on Dirt Nap, right? Yeah, they did some stuff on Dirt Nap. Mikey's like the drummer and singer for that band. But he plays in a ton of other bands, too. He's really cool, fun, funny dude that I've known since Denton Days. He was the band leader, I think, for the Chris Gethard show. I don't know if you ever saw the Chris Gethard show. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, and then we we you did might a show. Listen to the podcast. He's a big fan of uh, Marks. Why? Yeah, I did. I did some shows with with him recently. Ish. Uh, we should get him on the show. We'll get we'll yeah. get Chris yeah. Gethard on the show. Hey, Chris, you're on the show. You're on the Play show. Your schedule. You guys are making a lot of assumptions about another person's commitment to something nope. that we're doing. Well, these aren't assumptions. Like, these are facts. No, that's an assumption. <laughs> I rarely confuse assumptions with facts. That's you don't even know that he listens to this, and you've just I know. called him out by name. He's got the tattoo. He's got an he's, INS tattoo. He's famous. We call out. He's got a Rim Reaper tattoo. On his neck. Is he in the club? Who doesn't have a Rim Reaper tattoo? When you make an assumption, right. you make an ass out of you. Mm-hmm. Think about that. But yeah, it was a big party, so I'm a little... Uh, Logie? I'm a little road worn and weary. I've seen yep. one too many miles. <laughs> you know, going to a Bob Seeger cover. I feel like that's a, you got that in you right now. Seek He's dog. big in the trucker community, right? I'm sure he is. I don't know. I don't I just okay. I know he's secretly a werewolf. Well sure. If you have sunglasses like that on an album cover. <laughs> right. Like if you were to name like five bands you know the majority of classic American truck drivers like. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think Seeger's on on the West. Bob Seeger. Bob Seeger. What was his band called? It was Bob Seeger and the something, right? The Silver Bullet Band. Silver Bullet Band. <laughs> there you go. There's the werewolf connection. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who else would it be? You probably get some. You think ZZ Top, maybe? Ronnie Millsap. Oh, yeah. ZZ Top. Maybe ZZ Top. Eddie Rabbit. Yeah. You love a rainy night. Maybe a little. Uh... Who's that albino boy? <laughs> uh, Edgar. Edgar Winter, right? Edgar Winter, one of the winters. Edgar Winter, yeah. Isn't isn't he like a prog rock guitar player? Oh, if we we start talking bad about Edgar Winter, Mark's gonna get mad at us. He'll yeah, edit it all pissed. out. Super pissed. Black Oak, Arkansas, maybe I bet. Yeah, but definitely Bob Seger, I think. Yeah, Bob sure. Seger and Bananarama. Did you, say, did you say Bab Seger? Bab Seger. No, that's the Babs. that's the female reboot. <laughs> that's right. Hey, can care of business. Is that, 
are you? <laughs> These things taking care of business. Is that Bob Seger? Bach- no, that's, that's yes. Bachman turning overdrive. BTO. Every day. Working <laughs> overtime. I only do the backup parts. You almost sound like a Cosby kid doing that. Oh, wow. Yeah, that Mushmouth? No, Rudy. Boy, it's, that's, it's weird that... That's so Raven. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But those, those animated kids are gone forever, right? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, they're, I mean, they're called the Cosby kids. There's, you can't separate them. I even think, I think that uh, even Bud got canceled. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you're probably right. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to do a know more about your podcast on the on the Cosby kids. Well, there's a lot of things, but yeah, because I mean, there's that there's every every day that goes by, Cosby lore is going to become more and more obscure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's not. It does not get brought up very often. I mean, I think that that's maybe okay. I don't know. Maybe it'll be kind of like. There's a lot of people who are like real obsessed with like World War II and, and the Nazis and stuff like that. Yeah. That aren't pro Nazis, but they know about right. all the the evil deeds. You watch mm-hmm. a lot of History and, Channel in the mid '90s. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think History Channel in the mid right now. Yeah, they still yeah. do. World, I thought World. I thought History Channel was like reality TV. And ancient aliens. Well, there's definitely channels that are primarily the the armies of the Axis marched further and further into into France. <laughs> I think the History Channel figured out you can stick the phrase "Hitler's secret" in front of anything, and people yeah. will watch it. Hitler's Ew. secret dildos. <laughs> right. What were Hitler's secret occult connections? We only know of one kind of one, but let's speculate on thousands of others. Right, right. The collection of Mesopotamian dildos. You see how there's an eagle on the outfit? Let's go, let's look at what every single culture in history has thought about an eagle mm-hmm. and try and apply the weirdest parts to this. In the ancient Incan Empire, the eagle symbolized wisdom. Hitler thought by combining that imagery with the uniforms of the Nazis, they would gain super strength and super intelligence. Super wisdom. Mm-hmm. Super wisdom. West of the Rockies. <laughs> super, like, <laughs> like just zooming in on, like, I like it when they zoom in on photographs. Yeah. And the, it's a, like a low resolution photograph. So it just, it doesn't, yeah. it just gets it's not good. Pixel. Wait, I do that on our TikTok like every day, Brian. Not, you, you know that, right? Because you, this you is watch a shocker, Kevin. I have never watched one of those. This what? is I have never Jeez. seen. I mean, I didn't know you were doing that. We get thousands of views a day. Well, I bet your mom's thumbs are tired. <laughs> oh, Mike, sometimes I get a like from a Mr. Mike Weeby. Oh, really? Cool. Oh, that's right. He's a cool guy. If you do a good job. He's a real cool uh, guy. So, yeah, that technique, though, that filmmaking technique of uh, the all we've got is a picture we're going to slowly close up on the picture mm-hmm. and then slightly turn the camera if it's something sinister. Oh, yeah. So there's this time I used to work at this group home in Denton, Texas. And for the listener, could you explain what a group home is? Yeah, just a bunch of wayward teens that uh, helped me keep my race cars uh, running intact. Mm. And uh, we would travel around. Uh, there were a bunch of orphans. I took them in. <laughs> you describing the Apple Dumpling Gang. <laughs> I thought he was describing Mr. the Mr. T cartoon, T-Force. Oh. I was describing Six Pack with Kenny Loggins. Oh, but... Okay. Aaron Gray, also. Yeah, that's a good one. R.I.P. 
But no, as a group home, uh, adult uh, mentally handicapped folks that were pretty high functioning. Uh, but there's six adult males who, uh, you know, just needed somebody there all the time. And, uh, you know, it was regular, like six, eight hour shifts or whatever. One time I rolled up there and it was, it was, the place was kind of out in the country and it, it froze. Like I was working a shift that I was supposed to get off at like 11 PM at night. And there was a really insane freeze and there was no, like nobody could really drive around anywhere, particularly in uh, that country or whatever to come out. So they're like, Hey, can you stay the night? And I said, yeah, but I hadn't brought anything to like sleep on the couch or anything. So I didn't really have anything. There was, there was some food in the house for everybody, but it was just, and I can't like, I can't leave them. So uh, long story short, I got stuck there for about, I don't know, over 48 hours. Like oh, people, wow. all these, all these, you know, people were refusing to come to work. Nobody was coming to relieve me. Um, and I wasn't gonna, you know, well, yeah, so I started you, to like, I get like, there's not going to leave. I can't, yeah, I'm not going to leave. And, um, but I started like, I couldn't really sleep cause there wasn't really, I mean, there was like kind of a very uncomfortable couch that I would kind of sleep on. And, um, and I started going crazy. And then like the last, like somebody came one morning, it was like, I was freezing too. It was so goddamn cold. Like we had the heat pump, but it didn't work very well. It, like if I had a night that I knew I was supposed to stay the night, I would like bring, a blanket and a pillow or whatever and sleep for a couple hours or whatever. But I started watching these serial killer documentaries. There's like some man <laughs> no. or somebody was running, like seriously running, like, <laughs> I don't know, like, like seven hours of them. Yeah. And it was that same technique of, you know, showing bodies of murder victims and the camera, you know, it's like, it's just a picture of a of a body you know of, of a murder victim mm -hmm. black and white sometimes sometimes color but mm -hmm. a lot of these things happen in the 70s and stuff like that right. so all grainy and then the camera's closing in on the mutilated body and there's just like a piano like a <laughs> piano playing like two or three notes just like dun, 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 dun. Uh -huh. and you know some narrator going like like the dateline narrator the dateline narrator yeah. Lots of like letting things trail off, describing the carnage in a way that <laughs> it would have been awful to see it, but like seeing some of the carnage and describing more of the carnage and then cutting to people, cutting to the cops, talking about how they felt when they saw the carnage. I w and I was so sleep deprived. This was at the end of the whole thing. I was going insane and mm -hmm. I started to free, like it just, it started to mess with me. And then this is like, this is like very late at night into the morning. And then occasionally, you know, uh, one of the clients as we call them would just walk out and <laughs> I'd kind of be kind of half asleep. And I just wake up and see this lumbering figure staring at me. <laughs> Mark, <laughs> when we going to get a leave? I don't know. Yeah. That would be frightening. That stuff can get in your head mm -hmm. with that story ending pause. Yes. Why don't we talk about the news? Hey, here's this thing I found in the news. Donald Trump. Guess what they found in his... Uh, Mesopotamian his dildos. Mesopotamian dildos. <laughs> it's classified Mesopotamian dildos. Welcome to the International News Service. We're your hosts. I'm Kevin Harrison, along with... I'm Brian Camp. I'm Mike Weeby. <laughs> so this week, we've got three news stories for you. And then Mike has a new story in Get to Know Your Podcast. Or do I... Uh -oh. I can't wait to find out. 
It's going to be that's a mystery. A, a You're going to have to listen to the end of the episode to find out. Mm-hmm. Stand by, gentle listener, to find out if Mike does or does not have something to discuss that has been discussed previously on this a phase two podcast. Yes. Uh, Kevin, the news, if we need the news. Okay. Our first story comes to us from the Daily Mail. I get I get it every day. The Daily Mail every day. I get it every day. Police in Manchester, England, were searching for an 18 year old car thief. Police went to the man's home address, hoping to find him. But instead, the only one home was a five foot tall stuffed teddy bear. And that is when things got weird. Police said they noticed the teddy bear appeared to be breathing. Apparently, the man had cut a hole in the bottom of the teddy bear and climbed inside to avoid capture. Police arrested the man, and in mid-August, the man was found guilty of car theft, driving with a suspended license, and for driving away from a gas station, or as they say in England, a petrol station, without paying. He was sentenced to nine months behind bars. Manchester, England, England, across the Atlantic Sea, and I am a genius, genius, and I believe that God believes in Claude. That's me. That's from the musical Hair. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, so eighteen-year-old car thief in Manchester, England. Cops. Manchester. Cops are like, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. <laughs> cops. Can't find him, so they go to his house. And I don't know, they're allowed to enter his house. It wasn't clear why or how, if they had a warrant or what. They enter his house. He's not there, but they're like, hey, that guy's got a giant five-foot teddy bear over there. And uh, and then they're like, hey, that teddy bear looks like it's breathing. And so they went and roughed it up a little bit, and it turned out the 18-year-old car thief had crawled inside the teddy bear. You know... There's a actually a really sad story about that happened to a guy in a gorilla costume and but they put him in there with another gorilla. Oh no. And oh. the live gorilla did not know that it was Did this was this on a train? I think I might have heard yeah, about it. Yeah, it happened on a train. Oh, it happened on a train. Gosh. Actually oh, uh gosh. that senator uh Al Franken was kicked yeah. out of Congress because it came yeah. out about him later. You're it talking was, about the movie Trading Places. That's a movie. No, no, no. no, no this they was, based the movie. That based the movie on this thing. Was it Eddie Murphy it was, on the train and Dan Aykroyd? Not in the original thing. They had actors. Play. Have you ever seen All yeah. This President's Men? That's about Watergate, which is a real thing. <laughs> and this movie was about this incident, which oh, is a real okay. thing. And, yeah, Kevin, uh, there was a famous like commodity scam that was going like it was a whole thing. Have you ever heard of Black Friday? Joe mm-hmm. Friday? No, and not the not the, the the day where you get cheaper bullshit that you don't need at Best Buy or whatever. I'm uh-huh. talking about the day that the stocks fell apart. Oh, okay. Well, it has to do with that. Anyway, it culminated. There was a a fellow who, let's just say, got violated by a real life gorilla. Oh no! Jeez. Yeah, yeah. So mistakes happen. That's zoos cover that stuff up a lot. I think, but that's. I don't think that's entirely uncommon, I guess. Yeah. I think, isn't that song American Pie about that? I think, like, Don McLean that's, wrote. That's not what that's about at yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah, that was um, about monkey, monkey R. Yeah. Monkey R. It's a hell of a I name like, for I don't a even band. like to say it. It's, it's yeah. ugly. It is ugly. It's ugly. ugly. It's a triggering yeah. word. Like I said before, have I, I think I've said uh-huh. before that I really want to purchase a big painting that's a portrait of somebody who's scary looking. So, Mark, our producer, Mark Ryan, 
He's he's just more disturbing looking. Okay, okay. Uh, I want someone scary, like a like a very like uh, like a port oil painting of a guy that looks like he's from you know Victorian England or something like that. Uh-huh. Anyway, and I want I want it to be set up to where every so often the eyeballs slide away <laughs> and some animatronic eyes come forward and look look around the room, right? Uh-huh. And then you could also like go behind there and actually put your own real eyes in there. Like if I was really rich, I'd just hire a guy to go back there and like look look out. It might be cheaper than getting the the eyes. Ah, now nah, you can get eyes pretty cheap these days, I guess. Yeah, that's yeah, right. right. Just get like a doll. You know, eBay. Did you ever see that movie? It was a made-for-TV movie called "The Dark Knight of the Scarecrow." Oh yeah, I know the one you're talking <laughs> what a about. Good name, no. Well, Larry Drake, uh, who played the. Uh, of another mentally handicapped fella. Uh, he played a, on L.A. Law. Oh, Benny. Remember that show, yeah. L.A. Law? Yeah, he played Benny. Mm-hmm. It was an earlier role for him where he played a mentally handicapped guy. And they got convicted. Somebody, they, they accused him of doing something. And, and like he lived out in the farm. He ran. He hid in a scarecrow. But they knew it was uh-huh. him, and they, they you could see his, his eyes, and they're going like, ooh, ooh, ooh. And no, they, they killed him. I don't think that they know it's no, they don't know it's him. They're trying to find him and they're bored, like searching for him. And so they're like, Hey, see that scarecrow out there? I bet you can't shoot it. And so they have a little shooting competition with the scarecrow, and that's when he's freaking Uh, out, and then they kill him. That's the made for TV part, I bet. bet They soften that up a little bit. Yeah, that's not what happened in real life. Anyway, but in real life, either way, somebody dressed as a scarecrow came back and killed everybody. Was it? Larry Drake was it? Ooh. Was it his ghost? Don't, or is that spoiling it? Is that is that a key plot point? That's a key plot point. I think it's definitely a key plot point, isn't it? That sounds like maybe the key yeah. plot point. This fella. So was he okay? Was he was he oh. hyperventilating in the? Uh, Are we back to the, the bear costume? Just uh, to, yeah, the bear costume. Okay, return back to the. Was he? Yeah, was he? Good question, Mike. Was he breathing heavy? What's what's going on? Did they kick the shit out of the bear costume? Because that's what I would do. I would immediately just go like, say real loud, like, well, I guess he's gone. I'm so angry about him being gone. I'm just going to put in these earbuds so I can't hear anything and just let all my aggressions out in a safe way on this big teddy bear right now. Because I wouldn't want to take out these aggressions on anything in an unhealthy way. You know, this is what my therapist says. That I should focus my anger on uh-huh. something that doesn't hurt anyone else. Because oh, nice. sometimes I misplace my anger. But if I place this into a pillow, which is essentially what a giant teddy bear is, uh-huh. then that's the healthy way to do it. So I guess I'll just go pick up this crowbar over here. Uh-huh. Just go hog wild. Are you narrating this as the cop? Are you narrating this? I'm sorry, this is England. As the Bobby. Are you narrating this as you do it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So he's all, I, I believe I'll uh, put in <laughs> my earbuds, play, uh, play some uh, Oasis. <laughs> One day you're going to be the day coming all back to you. Whack. By now, you should have shown how going to go. What you got to do. Whack. And then just. Just beat the living shit right. until you're so tired you cannot swing that... Crowbar. Well, I said crowbar, but now I kind of want it to be 
a cane. Oh yeah. What about a cricket bat? A cricket bat would be good. A cricket bat would be good, or a cane with a silver werewolf Ooh. head on it. Oh yeah. But a really heavy one, like one that can really do some significant yeah. damage. Right. You want to break a bone. So when it is revealed afterwards, it's like, well, you know, I didn't. There's no way I could have known. And, right. and everybody else, you know, <laughs> when it gets called in and people, when IA comes in uh-huh. and starts starts throwing you questions, it'll all be documented because they'll go like, hey, thief, did he say he was going to hurt you? He's like, no, no, he said he was going to take out his anger on a... I was this, I was supposed to know. <laughs> there was no way I could know. And I feel horrible. When you're cleared of all charges, do you do you wink at the at the kid in the bear costume? Do you yeah. like, that only he can see like it's a, a bear stuffed like, animal, not a costume. Well, I think once you get inside of it, it becomes yes. a costume. I think it's, once you get inside I think of it's it. still a bear. I, it's not like you could wear that for Halloween. Why not? Why not? It's a bear. It's a. Is a stuffed you bear? You can wear anything you want for Halloween. Yeah, it's, you don't put rules on that, Kevin. People like Halloween's about having fun and dressing up is what you want to dress fun. up. Fun. Wow. Yep. Don't be a stick in the mud. You're a real stick in the mud. So our next story comes to us from the University of Chicago News. Hmm. That's a good university. Yeah. The News University. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think there's any chance that they might want us to come guest lecture there? Um, oh, I bet so. I think you know now that we've covered one of their stories, I'd put I put our odds at higher. Let's right. say let's put it that way. Okay. Have I apologized about Chicago dogs yet? I had no. one. That's pretty You've good. Never apologized about anything. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, you're probably right. But Wait, did, would it have ketchup on it, Brian? Yeah, it had all the shit. I had like the poppy seed bun and then a pickle, and no, I didn't have ketchup. I had mustard. Where do you have this? Uh this place here in town, and it was oh. it was delicious. And I feel like maybe I've just had, I think, I think what the problem is, is that most, most Chicago dogs are just poorly made. Oh, okay. But I think if you get one that's well-made, it's delicious. And so I'm, I'm as someone who is willing to be wrong at all times, I uh, I learned a very important lesson about being down on foods. How was it in the nitrate department? Mm. Well, I feel pretty strong still from it. And I was able to hold my breath about five seconds longer than I normally can. Mm, so I feel oh. like it was pretty heavy on the nitrates. Yeah. I, I feel like my body could withstand a little extra, an extra atmosphere of pressure, I guess is the yeah. best way to say it. So Do you feel like you're better at sensing where objects are in the dark for a little bit. Hmm. Yeah. That's a, that's a tough one, Mike. Um, because I, I, I don't use, know what time of day you ate it. Right. So. I use a lot of senses when I do that. And mm-hmm. I've been working on just walking around with my eyes closed lately because I'm so high up in nitrates already that that's something I'm able to do. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think, I think it probably helped a little bit, but definitely, I mean, so high nitrates are very healthy, you know? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should do a food review. We should do a place. We do lots of food reviews. Do a live live episode from there and demand that they give us free food because we are giving them right free publicity oh, we should totally do that That's, i think restaurants love it when you do that <laughs> yeah so we've discussed the mandela effect on the podcast before mm, we have indeed uh, just for the listener just for review the mandela right. effect is the phenomenon where one or more people misremember things but insist their memories are the way things used to be and they justify this by saying someone is messing with our reality 
And I would like to remind the listener that what you're describing is the butterfly effect perfectly because you're demonstrating it by calling it the wrong thing. You're remembering this as the Mandel effect. The Mandel effect is totally different. Unlike, that is when when you I think you listen, make a change in the past and things, everything's different is the Mandel effect. Butterfly effect is when you get confused. So like everybody, <laughs> like it's all, it's about the movie. Everybody think thinks Ashton Kutcher was in that movie, but it was really a very young Tom Cruise. That's why it's called the butterfly that effect. That was Vanilla Sky. Are you talking about losing it? No, I'm not talking about losing it. I'm talking about butterfly Caps? effect starring Ashton Kutcher. No, Vanilla Sky was the Tom Russo. Cruise money that was played with reality and all that stuff. Uh. Oh, Penelope Cruz is in that. Yeah. Not related. Yes, yes, oh my God. Is. Brian got somebody right. I have not been wrong, so... <laughs> You just apologize for being wrong. Pronounce it Penelope Cruz, but yes. <laughs> Call it Cruz. Pronounce uh, Penelope Cruz if you want to say it correctly. It's just C R U Z. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right. And my opinions have been wrong, Kevin. But when I report <laughs> facts, I'm always right. There's a great quote from that the Dame Cameron Diaz says in Vanilla Sky. And I would like what? to find it and read it. I know it, but I I don't want to misquote it. Cameron Diaz, Uh she says she's very serious when she's talking to Tom Cruise. She says desperately, you fucked me four times the other night, David. You've been inside me. I swallowed your cum. That means something. (laughs) Don't you know when you sleep with someone, your body makes a promise whether you do or not. But I just kind of wanted to. I mean, how many movies have someone screaming that? Yeah. At Tom Cruise. Just one. Just well, night and day. Oh yeah, night and day. That happens. So. <laughs> so one example of the Mandela effect is the Berenstain Bears, which everyone since 1962 has called the Berenstain Bears, even though the books say Berenstain. And I remember when the Berenstain Bears cartoon came out when we were kids, I got so mad that they said their own names wrong because they said Berenstain, and we all said Berenstain that I never watched past the first episode. Now, researchers at the University of Chicago have studied this phenomenon. They brought in 100 participants and showed them a number of pop culture images, which were somehow altered. So, for example, they gave Waldo from Where's Waldo an umbrella instead of a cane. Did I didn't even know he had a fucking cane. Yeah, he, had, he has a cane. He Fuck with. Waldo. You know what? It's, it's not a, a cane. It's a hiking stick, man. A hiking stick. Fine. He's trekking through the world. That's the whole bit. Does, hey, hey, let me let me ask you this though: okay. does, does it have? Does the end of the cane have a silver werewolf skull used to beat thieves to death? <laughs> Is that canon? Is that Waldo canon? <laughs> the red stripes are because he beat somebody while standing behind many blinds. Yes, I w- I will tell you this really quickly. Where's Waldo? Has a different name in England. Crumbles McGillicuddy. It's called Where's Wally? Oh, wow. That's and, totally yeah. different. Yeah, for some reason. So if you go to England and go, hey, where's your Where's Waldo books? They'll just look at you like you're crazy. Well, I bet Waldo is slang for dildo in England. That's why they yeah, changed it. Yeah, I bet. No, they changed it when they brought it here. It's originally England. Right, but it, they originally was going to be called Waldo even there. Yeah. So they were finally able to give it the title they wanted. Oh, here, I see. Yeah. Knowing that American audiences wouldn't confuse it for a dildo. So anyway, they gave people a choice between the altered and unaltered images, and they mostly showed them altered images, and most people chose the altered images. Researchers then pointed out which image was unaltered, and they asked people to study the image. 
They then went through the deck again, and most participants insisted the altered images were the real ones. Researchers were shocked that in real time, they could create shared false memories for an entire group of people using just their short-term memory. One researcher said, quote, this effect is really fascinating because it reveals that there are these consistencies across people and false memories that they have for images they've actually never seen. And then she added, quote, I could even manipulate the memorability of an image. In other words, the Mandela effect seems does seem to exist, but it exists in terms of how easily our collective memories are altered. And as a result, so are our collective realities. Hmm. I was not near high enough to understand any of that. It it translates to uh, there's a grant available. And so we did some bullshit, confusing experiment and had people say the wrong thing, allegedly. And we're going to be able to afford our mortgage this year. That was just a page out of a Carlos Castaneda book. <laughs> hmm. What head shop did they sell this article at? I know it's at University of Chicago News. It was it was published in a journal. I'm not sure which journal off the top of my head. Oh, was it the High Times Journal? No, they don't have a journal. They got weed centerfolds. Was it the journal? Was it in the best buds? Isn't that the naked women with the with the around marijuana buds? Is there a magazine called Best Buds? Or is that just a section of High Times? I'm sure it's I'm sure there's a section of High Times called Best Buds and it's pairing marijuana with activities. You know, like you smoke this, you smoke this Maui Wowie, and, <laughs> and then sit around a leather couch without any pants on, and it feels right. extra good because it sticks. Oh. Your balls leather- stick when you start to get uh, up, okay. and there's a flap feeling that, with your senses <laughs> particularly right. tingly, it's it's. Is it a cream colored leather couch that's slightly worn in the seats and on the armrests? It's way too puffy, and it's just a little bit too large for the room yeah. that it's in. Right next to some vertical blinds, four of which are kind of stuck on top of one of the arms and curved in a weird way. Yes, and exactly. Just an assortment of remotes on the floor between the oversized yeah. couch and the TV that is also oversized. And you get you you set the air conditioner, the the climate control. You want to set that to about seventy eight, seventy nine. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit mm-hmm. too warm. Right. And you get buck naked. You get you just get you take a big old bong rip, and you get buck naked, uh-huh. and you sit Indian style on uh-huh. there, and you play you play Donkey Kong Country for about uh, yeah. about eight hours, and you right when you go to hit get up, you, you smoke, you, you take another hit about about six hours in, uh-huh. and you're at this maximum amount of high, and then when you go to get up, you're kind of stuck to this pleather leather couch. <laughs> And everything sticks as you're getting up. Wow. And with those THC infected cells having their synapses crackle, snap, and pop mm-hmm. in a very dramatic way as your as your skin sticks but slowly releases, it makes it's, it's somehow very euphoric. So wow. yeah, like the best buds article. Couch, Maui Wowie, Diddy Kong. And let's just list those together and it explains that very well. Did you say Vidicon? Diddy Kong. Oh, Diddy okay. Kong. That's Diddy Kong. That's, that's uh, Donkey Kong's. Uh, Kevin, hold on. We're getting this in. Uh, Kevin, uh-huh. Diddy oh, yeah. Kong is. Uh, I'm getting this that Diddy Kong is Donkey Kong's illegitimate child. Illegitimate. I think it's his nephew. Nephew. And Daisy mm-hmm. Kong is his niece. 
Daisy Kong is his niece. I think so. Now, she flies with her is, hair, right? Is that Daisy that, that's a la Tails flies with her hair spinning around? Isn't that Tails from Sonic? That's what I, that's what I said. Yeah, it's not, that's Day, not Diddy Kong. Has Donkey Kong ever mated? We wanted to mate with a princess, right? We wanted to mate with a human being. Yeah, but yes. Which might, if that were to happen, that would could conceivably create a human Z. <laughs> but no, he's an ape. That's what scientists have often said around the world. I, I keep trying to make one, but right. it hasn't worked out. When you say you keep trying to make one, um, how are you doing that? I'm trying to catfish women on Tinder to <laughs> show up at a zoo. Oh, okay. I thought you were... And sneak uh, into a, and sneak into a mm, gorilla cage. You're, you're the mad scientist in this scenario. Yeah, but okay. I'm doing it all through social media. And particularly, uh, I'm doing not social media, I'm doing right. it all through dating apps. Right. Well, this is what led to the original formulation of Alpha Brain and Monkey Mindset, right? Exactly. Because I feel like, you know, we're at the precipice of the Alpha Brain Monkey Mindset, but it's still human. But if we were to actually create a human Z, the things uh-huh. we could learn from it, <laughs> what it can teach us. Fascinating. <laughs> it is. Mm-hmm. It is fascinating. You know, you. The mind boggles at the possibilities. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I've forgotten what this story was about. The Mandela effect. The Mandela effect. But it was indeed. So it, what it explains is why so I many we were people talking about monkeys on trains can have a stupid misconception and just stubbornly, contrarily hang on to that collectively. But why do so many people do that? That's what with this, this is. Berenstain effect or. Mandela or butterfly. What are some other big That's ones? What this is effect. trying to. Oh well, yeah. The, you mean the people who think the different... Mandela effect is the butterfly effect. I think that's just one mm. person. No, the <laughs> problem is, is that you're thinking that we're on a different story. We were just ta- still talking about the butterfly effect. No, we're talking about the monkey on the train. That's why we were talking about the monkey the on human the train. Z. Oh yeah, the how Al Gore. Yes, I mean Al Al Franken. Yes. Oh, who used to no. be roommates with Al Gore? Wait, Al Franken right? was never roommates with Al Gore. Yes, he was. Yes, they were, and then they had to become not roommates because mm-hmm. Al Franken was so obsessed with getting monkeys to mate with humans, right? And create a human Z, something that I have followed. My career is very similar mm-hmm. to Al Franken's. Oh no, I think he partnered with James Garner. I've killed James Garner. I've killed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just, I've killed him. He was in the Rockford Files. Right? Good, good theme song. Uh, I feel like we've we've drifted back into the Larsanazons. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. So our last story comes to us from the BBC. Ah, Bad Boys Club. The Bad Boys Club. And I will say, I really, I really. Uh, there's not much to this story, but I really like this story. Apparently, park rangers at a national park in Turkey were alerted about the location of an incapacitated bear cub. When they found the cub, it was lethargic, and rangers determined it had eaten what is known in Turkey as mad honey or hallucinogenic honey. Horny honey. Yo, he's on that mad honey, yo. He got mad honey. <laughs> Didn't we just talk about honey? Like oh, yeah, we had ago? hot honey a couple of weeks. There are all kinds of honey in the world, Brian. Horny honey. It was horny, horny honey. honey. Yeah. Horny honey. That's, yeah. Is that what this bear was doing? No, he had mad honey. Mad honey is most often made from rhododendron pollen. And according to Wikipedia, it causes various cardiovascular effects, 
nausea and vomiting and and this is what it said on wikipedia so it must be true a change in consciousness rangers loaded the very dazed and wobbly looking bear into the back of a truck and took it to a vet where it was found to be otherwise healthy once it sobered up the bear cub was released back into the wild where was the mama bear i, I don't know she probably wandered off well, no wonder the no wonder the bear got it into drugs if he didn't have a mom around to teach him. <laughs> Nobody's yes. taking care of the bear. Bear just yeah. wants to be loved. Bear just wants to feel like the bear belongs somewhere. A lot of ways right. the bear's Fosters. acting out, acting out for attention. Right. Mm. Doesn't know the difference between negative and positive attention. Getting on the honey. Wait. Mad honey, Mad. yo. <laughs> okay, I wasn't thank you. Like I was confused. So can humans get get alter their consciousness? But yeah. can humans alter their consciousness from mad honey yo? Yeah, they can. In fact, well, how like, do we get some? Well, they have rhododendrons here. Yeah, can we just you eat can, some rhododendron. You well, no, you rhododendron pollen. So you have to get honey made from rhododendron pollen. And I guess the well, why can't you just eat the pollen? Just I go eat know, some flowers. I don't know the rules it's, of mad honey. It's not. It's wait, not what is it again? Enough. Mad honey yo. <laughs> okay. So you, it has to. So is there is there something about the honey being? Is it is it has to be processed by bees before it really gets? I I don't know. Really gets I, but I've never heard of people active. getting high off rhododendrons before. Oh shit! Something's happening. Something. I'm, uh, hey guys, news. I'm getting something. Are you getting something? I'm here. I'm getting something. Mark Ryan's here, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, mm-hmm. everybody. Hello. Hey, Hello. Mark Ryan. Yo, Mark. Yo, Mark. Is this thing on? Yo, is Mark. Yo, Mark. Yo, Mark. This is you got Merc. some of that mad honey, yo. Merc. Yo, Merc. Oh, it's Merc. Yo, Merc, you got the, you you got some of that mad honey, yo. I have horny honey. Kevin. Yo, Kebe. Yo, Kebe. He remembers horny honey. Ooh, yo, Kebe. Tell 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 Merc about this mad honey, yo. Do you, do you hear about this, Mark? The the I'm sorry, Merc. You heard about this? <laughs> you heard, heard about, about this? You heard about, you heard about this, Merc? <laughs> what are you doing? Hey, uh, Mark, you heard about this this mad honey? Setting up a bit. You heard about this? <laughs> so Turns this out. You got these been, bears. I think Mike should tell it. Yes, I think so. What what else is in the news? You heard about this? These uh, they're mad honeys. They got the bears. They've got these bears out there, and they're eating honey. See, they're eating honey. And uh, it's getting them so crazy high that they're losing their consciousness. Okay. Like they're taking LSD, right? That is, is the LSD. Yet another minute. reason why the Chicago Cubs can't win again. <laughs> <laughs> you should write for the Bad Boys Club. I read I just, that, that would be good. I, I mean, I'm hoping to get a late night. Talk show slot though, just a just a Leno, just a Leno kind of vibe, right? Well, but, you know, you can't do worse. That makes you feel better. You heard about this? <laughs> <laughs> Mad honey, yo. So why why haven't we started trying to do Mad Honey? I mean, specifically us, but also us as a, a humanity. It seems like anytime there's a chance for humans to find new drugs to do, we yeah. take it. We're normally pretty good at that, yeah. More positive things about our species. It seems like it's pretty rare. There's like a beehive that close to that many rhododendron where there's enough concentration to get you high in their honey. And so it mostly seems to happen in Turkey and Nepal for some reason. I think they have giant bees in Nepal. Murder hornets. No, they're bees and they're giant. Giant Nepal. I think I remember seeing a... 
a picture in a textbook of a Nepal man hanging from a cliff a face with giant bees around him. I might have been watching a cartoon, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> it was a textbook. I I would definitely try this mad honey, yo. Yeah. You know, Saturday the 20th is National Honey Bee Day. Ooh. I don't know what you guys are doing, but I know I'm going to be high as fuck off that mad honey, yo. Well, like I say, rotodendrons are, I think, very popular on the East Coast. So That's my favorite Autobot. Rotodendron? Rotodendron. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got arms that turn into saws. Is, is wow. he a Autobot or Decepticon? Nice. He's switched. He does both sides. Oh, all right. It depends, it depends on a, a daytime Autobot, nighttime Decepticon. Oh, I like a that. A split oh. personality. Does, does his head rotate? Uh huh. Yeah. Can you turn his head around? Yeah. yeah. If it's like a, he'll get shocked by too much electricity and morale. Mm-hmm. Rhododendron. <laughs> so now we're going to uh, Mike's corner and get to know your podcast. Have I ever brought up within this podcast? It uh, comes uh-huh. up a lot in my life, and I okay. was actually trying to think. Like I use him as a reference a lot, but uh-huh. have I ever brought up my good friend? Bud Dwyer. I don't think so. Bud Dwyer was an American politician who served as the 30th state oh, treasurer of yeah. Pennsylvania. I think we did talk uh, about him one time. Early he on. served from 1965 to 1971 as a Republican member of the Pennsylvania House of Representatives. In 71 to 81 as the Pennsylvania State Senate representing the state's 50th district. He's a politician, politician guy in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. The early 80s, Pennsylvania discovered that its state workers had overpaid federal taxes due to errors in state withholding prior to Dwyer's administration. A multi-million dollar recovery contract was re- was required to determine the compensation to be given to each employee. In 86, Dwyer was convicted for accepting a bribe from the Computer Technology Associates to award them the contract. He was found guilty on 11 counts of conspiracy, mail fraud, and perjury and interstate transportation in aid of racketeering and was scheduled to be sentenced on January 23rd, 1987. Big deal, right? But probably not, no more of a big deal than a... Sat at his time, right? Yeah. Politician gonna do his thing and you know and, and in this way like like a lot of you know rich people he was out on bail and and he, he was convicted but not immediately sentenced to jail there was gonna be a a press conference surrounding that so they had a little a kind of par- a little press conference after the sentencing there's cameras there's everywhere live news broadcasts from everywhere and he's standing there and there's he's talking about what had happened and he's admitting to his faults and he pulls out a large manila envelope and within that envelope you think well maybe he's going to pull out some documents or something but no he pulled out a 357 magnum the same gun that one dirty herald likes Mm -hmm. to use in his movies and he said uh, people start screaming and he says get get away this will hurt someone and he puts the 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 barrel to the giant gun in his mouth and shoots himself. The back of his head kind of blows off and he slumps down onto the ground. And at that time, it looks like his nose is a water faucet in your sink. And the water faucet has been turned on to high, as high as possible. Well, it's not water coming out. It's dark, 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 black blood. 
and it keeps coming out and keeps coming out as his body slowly melts and crumbles. And quite a sight, quite a sight for everyone because this was being broadcast live all over the East Coast because this was like a pretty big deal. And the newsfeed people in some places did not hit the delay too much. So millions of people saw this incredibly graphic suicide on tape and on film. And it is one of the most insane pieces of video that kind of been seen on TV at that time. Afterwards, the imagery of Mr. Bud Dwyer killing himself became a very popular, I guess this is pre meme, but it was used yeah. as a, used as a mini, mini a metal band, mini a industrial band would uh, use the image of Bud sticking a giant uh, dirty hairy gun into the, his mouth. Uh, it was the inspiration for the song, Hey Man, Nice Shot, by the band Filter. Yeah. The lead singer of Filter happens to be the brother of Mr. Robert Patrick. T2 himself, little known fact. Oh. Oh. Full circle. Full what? circle. How is that a full circle? You know. Oh, because we were talking about Terminator 2. Yeah. When were a lot. Mm, maybe you don't remember because mm-hmm. of a little thing called the Mandela effect. The butterfly effect. <laughs> but the tape the tape was very popular uh, in, uh-huh. in tape trading circles. This is before the YouTube. Explain what a tape trading circle was. Well, back in the day, there's a very funny Mr. Show, which is a sketch comedy show that the very famous Bob Odenkirk, now off of... Better Call Saul had in the mid nineties. Uh, it's it's a sketch comedy song show that it just typical sketch comedy. But one of the sketches was back in the day, you didn't sign up for this, but there was just a time if you knew the right people, somebody would open the door, be holding a VHS cassette, and say, "You guys got to fucking see this," and you would watch it and just see a myriad of fucked up things that are now completely available on YouTube. And when I was in high school. I got a hold of the Bud Dwyer tape and I felt it was my duty to show it to everybody. Why? Because none of you guys have seen the truth of death and it's time you see it. Yep. You're in the 11th grade, right? It is a truly, <laughs> the first time you see that, if you've never seen any true, like real death, it fucks you up so bad. I mean, it, I, it's, I showed it to you guys, right? I remember. I remember yeah. specifically the calm way he holds his hand out. Yeah, for everyone to back off and be careful because a three fifty seven is a dangerous weapon. Yeah, he says this will hurt somebody. Yeah, this will hurt somebody. Mm-hmm. So thanks but, for the invasive imagery, Mike. Well, Did tell me that. how you guys felt when you saw that. Do you remember how? I, I am the one that brought it to you guys, right? I think. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, I if I saw it back then, it was from you. You took me to the cable station yeah. and showed me at the cable station at like 10 p.m. on a Sunday. Yeah. No, I remember that because there was a guy that worked at the cable station that gave it, that gave me a copy yeah. of it. And he was like real weird about giving me a copy. He was like, this could get you in a lot of trouble. But I, so later in college, I thought be, everybody was talking about, ah, the, you know, all the craziest things they've ever seen, you know, on VHS or whatever. Like, ah, have you ever seen... This movie, that movie. You ever, you ever seen the guy that gets hit by the train? The You ever seen Faces of Death? Johnny B. Good. Yeah. 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 Doing his thing. Faces of Death. You ever seen Cannibal Holocaust? And I said, 
There's a, there's a, there's a bunch of people hanging out in a dorm room. Uh-huh. Bunch of bunch of theater <laughs> art students. Yeah. Right. A couple film students. Bunch of theater art students. People there at that school just study musical theater. Bunch of tough types. They yeah. went to go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of jets and sharks. Yeah. Yeah. So I ran up to the ramp to my dorm room and grabbed the tape and stuck the tape in the back pocket of my very baggy skateboarding jeans, mm-hmm. which were of the fashion at the time. They, they were. And I rolled down there and put it in. And before I put play, I explained exactly what was going to happen on that tape. I said, this is the most graphic thing you will ever see. It will mess, with, mess you up really bad. If you're going to get freaked out by something like this, I suggest you, uh, nobody chose to leave, which at the time... I thought it was their fault. <laughs> I, thought that, <laughs> I, I thought there was nothing wrong. Well, I warned you. I yep. told you. Uh, the room got silent. The party yep. ended quickly. People walked out one by one, except one guy who loved it and wanted to watch it six times in a row. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. He loved it. Yeah. He's probably in jail right now. But yeah, somehow you aren't. So then about six <laughs> months later, I got called into the, the dean of that. Bed. Oh, wow. And they said it wasn't six months. It was probably like it was probably just a couple months later. It was it was a while enough that I'd kind of forgot about it. And they're like, uh, Michael, we 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 are aware of the tape. And I was like, what tape? And they questioned me about it. And they said that the school is having to cover therapy for one of the oh. people that saw it. Oh, that no. it's that it's that. Did you say? But I warned them. Did you? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I explained that that yeah, that one of them is going into therapy. That the school's being forced to pay for the therapy, and that they need the tape. And I was like, oh, I don't have it. I totally had it. But at the time, I thought like, wow, this is censorship, man. Yeah, that's right. But who do they think they are? Oh, do you do you think it was the guy who watched it six times? No, I think he. <laughs> I think I think I made him a copy of it. No. <laughs> He was furiously masturbating the memories of it. I, there was a guy, there was a dude who was really, there was a guy who was really obsessed, that was there, that was really obsessed with the TV show Babylon 5. Oh, sure. I remember the dean said that I could possibly be facing criminal charges, that I mm. might need to lawyer up. Oh, wow. I didn't lawyer up. Uh, nothing ever actually came of it, but I did find yeah. out that the Babylon 5 kids said, I'll never forgive Mike for what he did to me that night and to that we salute you bud dwyer Dwyer. the ins hero is he he an is hero he's the is hero i feel like that's an that's an abrupt ending to us calling this guy hero let me read just a little bit more about the suicide like what what Uh he says no no don't this will hurt someone i believe he thinks somebody's coming towards him to to grab his gun but Mm. he he grabs the muzzle of the gun, puts it out, shoots the trigger, goes through the roof of his mouth and his brain, collapses on the floor, dead. Five cameras are covering this. Oof. One camera. And here's a guy that probably got in trouble. The one camera that focused on Dwyer and goes close up right into there as the, as the, blood, the blood faucet goes, goes all the way out. Now, all these Pennsylvania television stations, they showed to the, the... It was just a midday audience. You know, these right. are... Women, who right? They were one to watch Luke and Laura's wedding. Luke and Laura's wedding. This interrupted <laughs> that. Um, 
So over the next several hours, news editors had to decide how much of the footage they wanted to show. Many chose not to air the final moments of the suicide, and WPVI chose not to show the gunshot a second time. A bunch froze action just before the gunshot. However, the latter two uh, stations, KYW and KDKA, mm-hmm. allowed the audio of the shooting to continue under the frozen mm. image. I think that's worse in a way. It's an important event about an important man, said yeah, Williams. It's newsworthy, yeah. It's newsworthy. Everyone knows by then that he did it. It was a bad thing to do because many, many children were home from school that day because oh. of a snowstorm. Oh, so wow. kids, kids all over uh, who were, you know, probably watching whatever had their, you know, waiting or their moms watching. It stuff's on. But Dwyer, you know, if you're going to... If you're going to go, man, you just have to say, hey, man, nice shot. Hey, man, <laughs> nice one. <laughs> so that right. Hey, man, <laughs> nice one. Nice shot. Nice shot, man. It's a heavy Mike singing episode. <laughs> yeah. I'm giving the gift of song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That wraps up another week at the International News Service. Find us across social media at International News Pod. Email us at internationalnewspod at gmail.com. If you're worried that you've fallen into another reality, check your podcast app and make sure you're still subscribed to our podcast, the Intercontinental News Shuffle. Check out the INS merch store at Redbubble and our Patreon. We'll see you next week. Are you going to watch Bud Dwyer after this, dear listener? I'm not telling you to. In fact, mm. I'm warning you not to. So if you do watch it and you are affected by it, you can't blame old M-Dub. And if if you're listening to this and about to go watch Babylon 5, I'm not paying for that therapy either. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the International News Service. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. INS, the news you need.